Topics, no facts. Took a real shit and you know that. That's a fact, Jim. Damn. Took a real topic, know that. Took a real shit, know that. That's a fact, Jim. Talk whatever you want, whenever you want. Scotty, what's going on? That's good. Welcome back to Chip Chat and Chill. This is your much-needed adult recess in the middle of the week. Thank you again for tuning in. We are live in the Chip Chat and Chill Lounge. How about oh. that? Yes. Ultra su- sexy and sleek and stuff. Got bottle service and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. If we was outside and Omicron and Amarion and uh, Delta and Corona Kavita and all of them went outside playing with folk, all they cousins. All they cousins. Can't take them nowhere. And I just found out the Delta Crown wasn't even true. What is this I'm hearing? What are we doing? What I are we seen, really doing in 2020? <laughs> it's so funny because I just seen a clip on Instagram. Um, a, a girl was like, Dr. Fauci said, she was like, no, no, no. I'm going to let him tell you because I don't want to get his words construed. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> If you take the vaccine, <laughs> it will not. I'm like, yo, he's, they're playing with us. At this point, they making up uh, rules like how black people make up Uno rules. Uh, mm-hmm. yep. I went by the CDC the other day and they was burning sage. I said, oh, no, we're in trouble. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> in there like this. We don't know what's we, going on. We are doomed. We are all doomed. They got people putting onions in their in they socks and eggs on the door. And yeah, it's just dumb. It's we don't just, know what we're doing. We just have house. I just feel like, I feel like also too that um, they're just trying to, you know, make us, um, you know, stay in the house and um, they don't want us to do certain things. And I feel like, you know, they're trying to have a control, man, basically. That's, that's just what I feel in a nutshell. Because honestly, if if this thing was that 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 bad, I believe that we would shut down again. We're gonna have to because we're gonna have to because when it comes down to the numbers, I mean, not even just talking about deaths, but the people that are getting it and like getting hit with it really hard. Mm -hmm. I know within my own personal circle, I know five people. They got it within the past two weeks. Mm. Unfortunately, you know, there have been, there's been four family members that got it at the very brink of the holiday. So it's real. And even though there are some that are vaccinated that are contracting it and, you know, some can be asymptomatic, some can be symptomatic really heavily. I know what it is to be heavily symptomatic and it's not fun. It is not a game. Right. It'll make you feel like you're about to check out and it drains you. And not only that, the residual effect of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't really shared my story yet and I will on Zakiya right. Mini House, but yeah, I still struggle with foggy brain. I still struggle with um, fatigue every now and again, but really it's come from me just trying to- How did you I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but how is your um how's like your sense of smell and stuff like that? Like it, did that come back? Because I, I never lost that. I never lost you it. Lost that. Okay, cool. One Thanks. of my good friends lost uh his sense of smell and he didn't get it back to like a month later after he was already done quarantining and stuff like that. It took a while for him to get his smell back. And he said it wasn't when he got it back, it wasn't like hundred percent. It was like 
it was like maybe I would say like he would say like 40%, like not even that much. Um, he was saying he was smelling things lightly. You like you say, you know how you get a whiff or something, like yeah. something whips passion nose. Yeah. Yeah, it was like that. He was smelling like things, but he couldn't smell no more. But like he's good now, but he really couldn't breathe. I mean, breathe nor smell. So it's bad. I mean, it is bad. Some people did get hit with it hard. Some people didn't get hit with it hard, but I just feel like the people that didn't get hit with it hard, of course they are, you know, they're blessed. I'm not going to say lucky because right. right. they're blessed and they're fortunate to, you know, not experience those symptoms. I know a few people personally, um, you know, that got it and they didn't have no symptoms at all. And it was, they were actually laughing when they got it. Like, what is this? Mm -hmm. real? Like, right. Like you see me winking my eye, like you got the virus. <laughs> like, like stay home from work. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? like it was just weird. It's just like you know, some people are getting sick, some people are not getting sick. It's just, it's just wild, man. We live in a wild world right now. And unfortunately, I felt this way from I think maybe the end of 2020 going into 2021 this time last year. Mm -hmm. And it's just been something that they're really saying out loud and trying to get us acknowledged. We are just going to have to adapt to a new normal where Corona does exist. And eventually almost everybody will get it, unfortunately. Right, right. right. Um, they're saying that it'll bounce down to like a regular cold. Like if you got a cold, that's Corona. Okay. A cold Rona. No. Yeah, a cold Rona. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared to even drink a beer. <laughs> How about that? I drink a Corona and can't, and can't breathe. Okay, hey, one of my favorites. Like, now I'll be looking at it like, not really. What's going on right now? I'm just thankful for the people. I'm thankful that you know you're still here, and you know the people that did survive it. You know what I mean? Because it is, it is serious, but it's dumb at the same time. It's like serious. The way, the way we're handling it and the way we're like managing it is really dumb. Like, yeah, there's no consistency. That's what makes mm -hmm. it so. And mm -hmm. honestly, I'm at a place, even down to like what I chose to wear for today's session. I know mm -hmm. people be like, what? She wearing formal. No, listen, every day is a celebration. If you know, like Desmond knows, <laughs> you know, I'm going to celebrate. So, yeah, I am going to be extra. That's just going to be me from now here on out. Because <laughs> it could have been a different way, literally. Like, a lot of things could could have been a different way. I'm thankful and blessed that I'm able to say I'm alive in 2022. My friends and my family have their health. They are in their right mind. Everybody's safe. Even the ones that have contracted, you know, the virus, they're still doing well. Um, no one's lacking or without. Even though, you know, being in quarantine and being distanced from each other, it's been difficult. Some of us is, have experienced depression. Some of us have experienced different types of transition. But we're here and we're not in the same dysfunctional place where we were at the very beginning of quarantine. Right. So thankfully, we have spaces like Chip Chat and Chill. We can chill, kick back, relax and just have a good time, laugh at ourselves, laugh at the reality of what's going on right. outside our, our, our four doors. Yeah. Um, I did want to ask you, what has the temperament or the climate been like in the office when you are there? What has work been well, like? Well, actually, I've been back in the office full time since last year. Since wow. February, yeah. So no more hybrid schedule. Um, no, it's no. It was in the beginning. It was uh two days in the office, the rest of the week at home. Right. Of course, they changed that quickly. 
when all those vaccinations started coming out. Oh, we're safe. <laughs> we're safe. But the one thing I did love is that they did not, you know, mandate me to get a vaccine, which is beautiful. Um, they did mandate me to get a vaccine, but I took it upon myself to test often. Um, in front of my building, actually, there is um, a, two testing vans every day. In front of right. my building. So I, if I even feel like the corona's watching me, <laughs> that van, like, hit me. <laughs> Come in that van, like, don't go too far. Because... <laughs> They be digging for brain cells. What? One time she did the Q-tip in the corner of my eye. I said, well, wait a minute. What's going on here? Almost knocked my contact out. What the hell? What's going on here? No, nah, they be wild. They be all the way up there. And then afterwards, they make you feel like you got the virus because you're right. sneezing. You're like, right. oh, no, I don't have it. I promise. Right. <laughs> like, you, you remember the memes that used to go around of um Jim Carrey as a Grinch? The memes of him when he was like really red faced and um red eyed. You better not let it out. Right. <laughs> no, 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 I ain't gonna hold Yo. you. I ain't gonna hold you. I had some coughs. And I was counting coughs. I said, all right, this is your fourth one. You got one more What's time. That? You gotta leave. We'll go downstairs. We'll go downstairs and see the truck and come back upstairs in 15 minutes when you get your results on your phone. Hello. I ain't got time. I, I hear you. I ain't got time, man. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. But thank God I wasn't I wasn't stricken with it. And if I was, I ain't know. I took I take tests often, but you know, sometimes you could have had it and you didn't know. You know what I'm saying? A false oh, negative. I don't, I don't know. Yo, that happened to my dad recently. He got a false. He got a false positive. Yeah, he got a false positive, and they had to call him and apologize and tell him that he didn't have it. <laughs> so you can only imagine. So they, they was imagine what your aunt was acting like, right? Huh? You can only imagine what your aunt was acting like. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> A fool. I already know. I already know. I owe her like five phone calls. <laughs> I already know. I'm hearing her in my head as you're telling me what happened. I'm narrating the whole situation. But also a huge bonus bonus was being able to see Chip Chat and Chill flourish during the pandemic. Yes. Key and Media House flourished during the pandemic. And kicked off. Kick off. <laughs> Yo, tell tell the people about your business. What you been up to? Oh, so I have my own record label by the name of Black Mercy Recordings. Um, we got about like four or five artists right now. Um, solid. We just released a prod. Well, just released a single for one of my artists, Ashton Martin. Um, he's really dope. Uh, he has a song called Mind Freak that one of my um one of my business partners actually produced by the name of uh, James. Uh, just say Jimmy. Uh, he's a producer on Black Mercy, and he's also part owner with me on Black Mercy. Um, and yeah, he produced that single for Ashton Mind Freak. That's out. My other, uh, my other partner in crime, my business partner, Travis Music. He is Travis. F Music. He just released um, his EP, um, A Different World Two. He has A Different World One out. But he released a different world too. That's fire. 
Um, and right now we gearing up for my bro, my boy, my other business partner, Preach, Preach Gold. He about to release some music and it's about to go crazy. We just filmed some videos. We got a few more videos to film and we taking over 2022, baby. We, it's, we, we kicking it. We kicking it hard. We kicking this for this first quarter hard. Man, that's how we going to do that. It's, it's cool. Um, you know, I'm running the studio. It's, it's going really good. It's going really good. Really, really good. I'm exceptionally proud of you and how things yeah. have been going so well. I see yeah. a lot more happier, too. Yeah. 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 Way that's more. always a good sign. <laughs> I mean, you know, I got a little, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Very good. So... We have had a great kickback today. Yes, we did. We yes, talked we over did. some great, wonderful things, but we couldn't leave you where we just left off. So we have to have you come back. Come back. Next week. Yes. Right here. But before you do, as we always say, stay well. Stay well. Love yourself. Love yourself. Stay positive. Yeah. And then bring back some friends when you come over to Chip Chat and Chill. The only time you need to be negative is when you go take the doctor's test. <laughs> We like negative reports at the doctor's office. That's we it. Like, we love all negative reports at the at the hospital doctor's office. Outside of that, everything got to be positive. We love y'all. <laughs> be positive. We'll talk about that off camera. We shall in the green room. <laughs> but it's always a, a blessing and a bonus to see your people What's doing right? well doing things that they love, that they're passionate about, and doing it well. So when it comes to the music industry, I can honestly say I actually like what's happening right now with it, especially with some of my my go-tos, my mm -hmm. old faithfuls. I like what's happening with music now that there's a lot more creative control. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more visual happening. I love it. The There's a lot more independence happening too. Yes. Because that's people are now becoming hip. And it's like, it's so much knowledge out there now where, you know, if you, I, I say now to people, if you get gypped, if you get gypped, it's because you just don't want to read and you're just moving too fast. Say it again for the slow ones in the back. <laughs> if you get gypped in 2021, 2022, Going forward, you just don't want to read and you just don't want to apply yourself because the knowledge is there. It's not like before where they were taking it and, oh, sign this and you didn't know what was going on. Nah, everything is accessible to you. Like they have they have all types of stuff, like all types of stuff out there. Like now, like YouTube videos, um, they have the uh, they have the indie Bible. Like there are so many tools out there to make you successful independently so that when the majors come you know what to say to them and you know what to get from them if you want to go that way if that makes sense you know what i'm saying but it's so much knowledge out there so much so much everything like people are i'm starting to see people are you know fighting for their masters now because the ones that got signed before are now understanding how important it is to own your masters and how important it is to own your stuff so now they're in the process of fighting that getting their stuff. I heard Ashanti is trying to like fight uh, Irv Gotti, trying to get her masters from Irv Gotti, you right. know what I'm saying? Just to get, you know, her, her leverage, you know what I mean? So yeah. um, it's a lot of independence going on and, it, and it's good. I'm liking it. I'm loving it. And there's so many people out there supporting it um, at an all time high. And we can actually kind of thank Chance the Rapper for standing his ground with his independence and 
people following in their footsteps, um, his footsteps. He was the, he's my person that I look to like, yo, if he can do it, we all can do it. Cause he was just like us, you know what I'm saying? Putting music on SoundCloud, putting, you know what I'm saying? Putting, yeah. you know what I mean? Different things in different avenues. So yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's, it's the independent level is uh, at an all time high right now. It used to be the almost taboo thing to do. Like, oh my gosh, if you don't have representation, oh my gosh, you're not going to be heard. No one's going to know who you are. No one's going to see you. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to take years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And that's even with acting, right? Mm-hmm. And when you were talking about the the Corona test, mm-hmm. I took so many last year. I was like, yo, I think I'm going to get it off of one of these swaps. Because it was just that real. Like, I would have to test every single day, even before you get on set. When they book you, yo, you swab, you stay quarantined for two days, see you on set, see you on set, yo, <laughs> and then hurry up and wait. I'm like, I feel cheap. Can I at least get a breakfast smoothie first or something? <laughs> All the way up my nose. Gee, I am a lady, but even with acting, yo, hold on one second. You did some stuff recently. Let's talk about you. What's going I on with you? So you did a few movies and things and did a few things. A few things in 2021. So to add to my resume, you may have seen me in it was a lifetime movie with Kerry Hilson. Yes. It wasn't Creature Pinky. Uh Clifton Powell. I think it was thing. I think you did some. Okay. Movie. Okay. Yeah. So that was a Lifetime movie, and it was this time last year that I filmed it and came out April 2021 on Lifetime. You can check the clip out on YouTube. I got to rub elbows and share, like, lunchtime with the cast of games people play on BET. You saw me in the season finale. I was in, I was a wedding guest in my bright orange dress. Mm-hmm. Jackie Long is that dude. He is so, he is so nice. Yeah, and just so down. He's like your play cousin for real, like in real life. He's so chill. Him and Ronnie J. He's the guy that played Lauren Linda's husband. Mm-hmm. Everybody, my wife and kids. My wife and kids. Parker McKenna from my wife because she was the baby sister on the show. Yeah. She was so sweet, and I was her. I was her stand-in. How about that? Look at God. I was her stand-in, but she was so chill. I got to do a couple different things. Um, First Wives Club. There was a couple of them. Um, Neo's in what was Step Up Three, okay. High Water. Excellent, excellent series. So yeah, you actually get a lot of screen time out of me on Step Up Three. How was that? It was really dope. Okay. It was really dope, and the, the the crew was really nice. They had a nice a lot of uh, choreography, like dance moves and stuff like and stuff. Yeah, it, it's just a little raunchy and grown up and stuff. But yeah. It, yeah, you clutch your yes, you will clutch your pearls, Mr. Morrison. Mm. Yeah, it was good. So I wanted to say that you will definitely be seeing a lot more original content on Zakia Media House from me in 2022. Nice. I'm tired because I wear a lot of hats. Um, <laughs> and I just added another huge one to my wardrobe, but y'all gonna get it because. The thing here, and this is one of the main things that we're going to make a big deal tonight on tonight's episode, autonomy, owning your time and ownership is so vital and essential to long-term career success and just peace of mind and freedom. Owning your stuff and having autonomy over your own 
life, your creativity, what you give out to the world and what your talent is worth. That's that's the move. That is the move. If you don't have any of that or you have to fight to have any of it or you're struggling to have it, there's something that you are honestly missing kind of to Desmond's point. Like that's the move. I see it. Mm-hmm. I have tunnel vision like I never have had before. Right. And when I tell you the sleepless nights and the early mornings and the butt crack of dawn, get up, do my, you know, eight to five or whatever, and then jump here to chip chat and chill and then get right back up and do it all over again and then create stuff on the weekend and then go have this meeting and then right. go make this call and then go write up this proposal. Like that's the move. It's not going to always be the struggle bus for us. So when we do get off the struggle bus, listen, it's lit. It's That's lit. all I can really say. So do expect a lot more from me. The more we get into independence and ownership and autonomy and creativity, like the that's the move, right? Even yeah. if you can't yeah. color in the lines or you can't hold the tune or you can't write nothing, like we all have some degree of creativity in us, right? Mm-hmm. If you could sum up your quarantine experience up till today, what are you doing better now that you could have did better before quarantine? I have more patience now. Mm. I have more patience. Quarantine has taught me to have patience. Cause, Teach me, please. Um, and the reason why I say that is because you had to have patience because it was either that or you just that. Because I had to. It was nothing else you can do. So you had to face the the fact that if you if you're a person that don't have patience and always want to go, 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 and don't have time to wait for the next move or it really sat you down and taught you patience and well taught me patience and it taught me to really yo execute this you can execute this if you take your time i feel like a lot of times we get ideas and we'd be so excited about them and it becomes our baby that we don't execute we don't have patience with it we don't execute it we just try to make it go and instead of really sitting out and, you know, it's so funny. I had this conversation with, um, with, uh, with, with one of my closest, closest, somebody that's dear to me, um, by the name of uh, Ebony Amazon. She is really dope. Um, we had this conversation because she's actually about to like launch all her stuff, and she's like amazing. Like she's really dope out here in New York and Jersey, um, and she's really dope. And she was just talking to me, and I shared with her about the whole patience piece. And, you know, it was like one of those things where she was like, all right, cool. But then like, uh, like I would say like a month later, she came back to me and was like, you know what? You were right. Sometimes you really, if it's your baby, you got to have patience. You got to think it out. You got to think it through. You got to write it out. You got to plan it out and then execute. And I think that's what pandemic taught me. I don't think, I know that's what it taught me. Because me and my brothers, me, Preach, Josh, uh, you know, James and, and, and um, me preach Josh, James and Travis, we really sat down and said, okay, we need a studio. We need to work. We have artists. We are labeled. We need an actual studio. We were working out of preach basement after a while, you know, on Shelly's on the other side doing hats. We needed a studio. So we had to accurately sit down, plan it out. Hey, this is what we need. This is the budget. This is where we're going to go. 
This is and we did it, and we did it in the pandemic. And what it did, what it, it it taught us patience. What it did was it taught us patience. It taught us, you know, you can execute these things if you just lay out the plan. And I feel like, like I said, people always get an idea and they want to run, but they don't really execute because they don't have patience. And I think if we have more patience with our dream and not rush it, because who's the who's why do we have to microwave our dream? Like we can slow cook it in the in in the in a crock pot, or we can put it in the oven and let that thing really cook, and it be good when people get it. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing like putting something in the oven and and you take it out, pause, and the meat's falling off the bone. You like that? No, like it's the same thing. It's the same thing with your ideas. It's the same thing with your vision. So. I would say that it, it taught me patience. It taught me to really execute the right way. You know what I'm saying? And just not the fast way. Um, you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, and I was able to tell my friends and tell the people that are close to me outside of my brothers that, yo, do it like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they were able to do it. And now they're executing now amazingly. You know what I'm saying? So I would say in a nutshell, it taught me patience taught me patience how to wait and be cool and just like you know what i mean just really plan your stuff out and execute it the right way there's never always remember this there's never no time limit on your what what god has placed in you to do for your future and your um your future and your ideas and your dreams because if god is giving you this vision you're not going to die before the vision is fully put out. You, you, it's, 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 he's not going to show you something to set up or to start that is, is not that you're not going to see. So sometimes you have to take, you have to take your time because you want it to be a masterpiece because it was a masterpiece when it came here. It wasn't trash. So you, you got to be careful how you release it. So that's a, that's just been my thing. And that's that's where and that even my even with my company, that's been our thing too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we can release music every week, but if you don't have the marketing, if you don't have, you know, if you don't have the right content behind it, what is the sense of releasing it if it's gonna just be released and sit on iTunes or sit on um the other DSPs like um, you know, uh Title and um Spotify and SoundCloud and all these other places. What is the sense if it's going to sit there and you're not getting no traffic? No, execute your plan when you put that out. You see what I'm saying? So it's all the same thing. I just apply patience. That's all. That's <laughs> what I feel you. I think I probably have a, more of a hunger for discipline since we've been home. Okay. Um, you know what? That too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I When you said patience, gosh, I am patient. With most things, mm-hmm. <laughs> I got three kids, so, <laughs> two of them of which are under the age of five. <laughs> so it takes a lot of patience to have three kids under one roof for two years. Let's, but I got you. I think I think this the the hunger for discipline because it's been. I think 10 years, honestly, and I'm saying this for the first time out loud, it's been 10 years that I've been carrying Zakia Media House. It's been four years since I birthed Chip Chat and Chill. Mm -hmm. And it's only a year and some change old, right? 
the Kia Media House, as you see it now, has been cultivated and matured and developed because, like you said, we were home. We didn't have no choice. If this is really what you want, I had to sit down. I had to uh, strategize and figure out exactly okay, how am I going to get my talent out there? I know. Not to be cocky and arrogant, but I know I'm the shit. I know I am yes. trained. I'm a trained talent. <laughs> and I love what I do very, very much. So all I need is a shot. Like, be shot. I said, that's all you need. <laughs> I just need be shot. So while we were home, when I tell you... Other writing projects came to me. I would have never thought I'd be writing my own material. I've written so much stuff creatively, That's good, like so scripts good. and created characters and developed like for real stories. I wrote myself into one of my favorite people's productions. They're going to know me and they're going to hide me. I believe that. I'm just strategizing how to get myself in the room. I believe that. So wholeheartedly. When I say, I'm the shit. It's not like to shit on nobody else. I promise you. Right. You know, that's not me. I'm, I celebrate people. Right. I will celebrate you all day long, but it's time for me to let people know why I'm the shit and why I am that actress. Like I am that talent and I do have something to bring to the table and that just having the time to be home and figure out what else I have to offer? I've I've surprised myself. So when it becomes time to put that on the Zaki Media House digital platform, i.e., like Netflix, like your Hulu, like your Voodoo, like your Sling, like Zaki Media House would be that platform with a whole bunch of original content for everybody. When I release that that production, y'all gonna be like, "Yo, what the heck? What a concept!" So I like that plan has really been a thing for me to really hone in on and like, okay, you could easily be home. You could easily have the excuse of, oh, I got the kids. You could easily have the excuse of, oh, I have this to do. I have that to do. Oh, I have a mountain full of this. You could easily do that. Or how about you be your own entertainment? Like my house, there's never a dull moment. <laughs> I, that was probably like the Holy Ghost saying like, yo, you need to start using your family. Right. And I legit wanted to do this 10 years ago. But things like, oh, I don't want everybody in my house. You know, I don't want people seeing, you know, the imperfections. I was like, no, use that. Because this is everyday stuff people relate to. No, they, they, they go. Oh, my gosh. When I did, like, the very top of the pandemic, I don't know if anybody saw on YouTube, the girls and, like, how Junior would do their school or, like, there were so many people that hit me up like, oh my gosh, girl, you and them daggone kids. I was like, me and mine, oh my goodness, that'd be doing the same thing. I don't know how they be doing. And I was like, okay, so I'm actually doing something right. Fine. But the discipline has def definitely bit me in my behind because I really thought that, okay, if I come up with this plan, okay, 2020, I learned a lot of free stuff. And then just as- Jewelry, as we say. Free <laughs> gems. Yes. Drop them. Charlemagne voice. <laughs> stuff. It really helped me prepare myself as a business. Mm -hmm. Not just a talent, but like as a business, how to prepare myself so that in 2023, y'all, I'm coming for y'all. I'm coming for y'all. I will be ready and y'all gonna know who I am.
So I would say I bit a little bit of Desmond's patience when I have needed in other areas, mm-hmm. but I definitely have appreciated getting some more discipline and making stuff happen mm-hmm. and staying true to my own word. Like, like there was a meme that went around in 2021. I put my foot on my own neck. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if everybody else is doing it, especially now I take my little lunch break and I write up notes, promo and things like that. And I look at like my favorite people that are like, kind of like, bumping elbows with my personal circle that are doing the things that I want to do. I'm like, yo, it's coming. It's coming. It's right. I'm right there. Yeah. Well, yeah, you are, you are, you definitely are. And you in the, you in the right state actually. Cause, uh, my gosh, you have one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest film studios in your neck of the woods. Hello. <laughs> who, better to, who better to mentor a future billionaire? And then an existing billionaire. Another one, like something like that. I, I don't know if it's true, but I heard he's like doing another one. Like he's opening up another one somewhere. I don't know. That's what I, I, mean. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past you. You see the um the the airport that he was built. He built. That's what it was. The airport. Airport. He built. Wait, and it's on the grounds of. The... I believe. So. I think they're all. I think it's the same land, or it's very close by. So. What I originally saw, and this was before it became a, an official press release, I was like thumbing through stuff on YouTube. And then all of a sudden, this photographer that does drone work here in Atlanta, she captured his acreage from her drone and showed the entire, like, yeah, the entire aerial space. And I was like, because the I think the title of the video was Tyler Perry's multi-billion dollar. He's building an airport on the land of his home. And so she's like taking you from front to back, like the, bruh, it's a whole like seven mile snaking strip of land just to get into the property that's still being developed. I was like, yo, not only is he building the airport, he's giving people jobs again and giving back to his community and circulating the black dollar. Who like like I said, who else better to mentor a future billionaire than a billionaire? He has to be a billionaire by now. He is. He officially made the mark in 2021. I'm next. I knew, yeah. I knew it. I knew it. It's no way you build that big old studio, you not become a billionaire within like two years. Yo, when I, found out, when I found out Hollywood was using his studio, I said. Oh. And he still had time to go put himself in other movies. He was in some, I wasn't even expecting it. Not That wasn't even the, the reason why we ended up watching it one evening. Mac and I were Mac you know, apps. Mm-hmm. And we were looking through, I think it's Netflix. Is Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's in a movie with the leading actress, blonde hair, blue eyes. But it was something about like storm brain, lightning brain. It's about mm-hmm. A brain dysfunction that she had as an adult she gets diagnosed with this crazy sporadic but he played her boss i was like yo he he, he still makes time to make cameos so i'm like bro it's no better time to be alive and live the dream than now i'm gonna say it again there's no better time than now to be alive and live the dream so go get it get it get it yes. in yes. it is popping oh, so it's been so long since Desmond has graced the stage. I mean, dang. I just, I'm, just, 
I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be that stingy and have them all to myself for the entire episode, but I do want to do his own feature on the show that only he can do. Pop culture grievances. Like, what's what's happening? What do you have a beef with? Do you, do you have something you want to get off your chest? Like, he already, his face already changed as soon as I brought it up. <laughs> you ready? You ready? I'm going to let you have the floor. Because, yeah, this is, this a, is your it's a, it's a few grievances that I, that I have, um, <laughs> <laughs> I have an issue with one being the most the most recent grievance that I've seen that um you know everyone was talking about and, it, and it's uh, Antonio Brown, a former player for the Buccaneers, Tampa Buccaneers. He's he's still in the NFL. I'm not going to say former NFL player. Mm-hmm. He's still in the NFL, but he doesn't he doesn't play on the team right now. I just I want them to stop the NFL. Stop. Doing us, us like that. Yep. Yep. They gotta stop. They, they gotta stop. That man walked off the field because they were trying to make him play on an injured ankle. Mm-hmm. He texted him three, four days before that game. He was like, hey, coach, you know, blase, blase, blah. And what I love about Antonio Brown is. After he walked off the field, you know what I'm saying? He could have went to Twitter and rambled all the stuff that he rambled days later. But what I don't like is how the people just jumped on him or they made their own conclusions and made this old bogus story like, oh, he was minutes away from getting a bonus, 999.99 or whatever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, Nah, you 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 can't use us until we break. Say that again. It don't work like that, bro. It don't it don't work like that. Because guaranteed, if that was Tom Brady and he said, Coach, my wrist is messed up and I can't throw that football like the way you need me to. Guess yeah. what? Tom Brady yeah. is sitting down, bro. Yeah. Because yeah. they know that is who they need that's right why would you risk one of your greatest players with an injury that could mess him up for life and he's he told the coach days they tried to say he just walked off trying to be insubordinate but they didn't tell the truth and they didn't think he was going to come with the truth he ever sees he showed the text messages that he text coach days before that jets game Days before, I was like, hey, I'm not doing well. Da, 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 da. My ankle, I'm kind of nervous. I don't want to play on it. We'll see how I go in practice. Da, da, da. The coach kept pushing for him to play. That, I have a problem with that. Especially, especially him being a, a black man. A young black man at that. Young black man making money. It's like, all right, bro. Just running, run, run into your breakdown. So we don't got to pay you no more. Nah, that's that's how I that's how I see. It. You're not gonna run us literally. Yeah. Nah. So yeah, that's I I have a grievance with 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 that. And ever since ever since that thing, Antonio Brown been lit. I don't know if y'all seen, but he been with Kanye. He been with the game. He been with he even had a song he just put out. I I I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Here for it. He has a song. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown has a song out. Yes, he does. And it's okay, too. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's pretty cool. 
I ain't gonna lie, it's pretty cool. But um, you know, I just I just want them to stop running us broke. So we'll be broke and broken. Don't do that to us. Stop doing that to us. Because some black people are some of the best athletes. No shade, no shade, and I'm not. This is not we're not we're not doing a race card thing, but I just gotta put it out there. No race card, no stereotype, but we're just speaking facts. Yeah, I'm it is facts. Like you, you can't. people know that. The truth of the matter is, to your point, everybody has a hook in our culture. Everybody got some type type of hook in our culture that allows them to funnel some type of income or some benefit from mm-hmm. what we're just naturally capable of doing. Mm-hmm. So we are going to have to start making space where athletes are more encouraged and in a place where they can all rally together, put their foot down and create a space where now, okay, look, it's either you take care of all of me, not just my bank account and look out for me or I don't play or I could, you know, I'll start some other type of business. I'll find another uh, avenue. I'm good at it. It's in my DNA. We're going to move on because <laughs> I'm going to make somebody feel some type of way, but it's all good. Get in your feelings if you need to. Nice. I mean, nice. you tell the truth over here. And not to be stereotypical, but it is something to consider. Because this is the one public tantrum that he's thrown. Do you think that his brain has been rattled a couple? Like, I know contusions that are like a real thing. Who, Antonio? Yes. Because it's not just that. There's other things outside of, you know, what we know publicly that he's really, really going through. Mm-hmm. And that's probably one thing that they probably find common ground on and they, you know, get along with because they understand how to manage it or, you know, they understand what it is. So right. do you think that f- football, his career, the tackles and all of the injuries and like the trauma to his body, do you think that that played a role? Well, I forgot. Or it does play a role. What's the name of it? But whatever the name of CTE. it. CTE. CTE. You can't, you can't, they don't know if you had it until you die. Which is so dumb to me because... I, I, like for the life of me, I don't understand. So they cannot diagnose him with that. Are we sure about that? Yes, we can fact check it. They can't do. They can't. They can't check it until after you pass away. So you don't know. I, you I wouldn't know it. until we got an autopsy. You from the we got an autopsy, and you've seen it. So the it's that's one of they. They're not able to diagnose it right away for you. They're not able to diagnose it like. You know, you're coming off the field and, you know, you're feeling woozy, you know, and you know how you could just go to the back and they check you and all that. Can't do that. You can't go to the doctors and be like, hey, check me for this. That's one of the things that you, they, they, they only detect it after you pass away, which is dumb, which they need to go the scientists, doctors, whoever these people is, Dr. Fauci. I don't know. Not <laughs> I don't know. But. They need to research that because I feel like they can save a lot of people beforehand if they learn about that before they die. Because I'm pretty sure, if I'm not, if I'm wrong, don't quote me, listeners, but I'm pretty sure that they could have saved so many lives that died from that NFL players, so many lives that could have that died from that if they would find something to catch it earlier because you're in a crazy sport you got yeah to- i think if you can't 
for sure give it that diagnosis until the breath leaves their body and their heart stops beating, I think they should at least have historical data that they can refer to that says, okay, our players are reporting this type of emotional trauma or they're having these type of behavioral issues or they're having these types of thoughts or they're they're having these type of relational issues because I heard the other day, again, I'm paraphrasing, but there are players that have complained, you know, I get, you know, belligerent and I get angry at my kids or, you know, I say things I can't take back or I go off and I black out. There has to be some type of historical data that you can refer to and you can now form some type of safe place that these athletes can now come to and yeah. say, listen, I am experiencing X, Y, Z. What can we do so that I can function day to day without feeling like I'm out of my mind? There has to be something, especially with people of color, because let's be honest, we have the most infertility issues. We have the most mental issues and the least bit of resources and access to the proper medical attention and respect from medical professionals. So Mm -hmm. let's be absolutely real on Chip Chat and Chill Mm -hmm. and say, we need to now make a space for athletes where they feel safe to now express and let down their load of mental issues because they need it because they have family members and friends and hangers on that are depending on them and their pockets and adding on to the already stress of having to be the business of an athlete. I agree with you. So whoever's listening, whoever's an intern, whoever's a public relation professional, whoever's a manager, let's start having these conversations because it needs to be had in 2022. I mean, making a space. I mean, essentially it's going to have to take the football players to put their foot down. I mean, it's so sad. It's like, a lot of stuff don't happen until a lot of people die. And it's like, oh, my God, we had 60 people die from this. What is going on? And yeah, I want all these Netflix and HBO Max documentaries on a PBS and all these want to learn moments from somebody's death. No, we yeah, could have helped see, them while they were here. Why does it take 60,000 people to die? It should just take that one person in the NFL to die from that and be like, okay, hold on. We're going to if he dealt with that and he was getting hit. Dang, what about the guy that got more that got hit more than him? Dang, what about the guy that's always on the defensive line? Dang, hold on. You would think they would put some something in play to protect these players, bro. Like it's just so ludicrous to me. Like they just like it's just like I don't know. I don't want to say it, but I, I'm gonna say it. it's like modern day slavery. In a way, that pays you good. In a way, in a way, in a way. Don't, don't, don't try to kill me, please. Don't try to kill me. But no, nah, but like in in facts, because they're making you do stuff, or they they they're putting stuff in front of you, like incentive, like man money. Okay, cool. The money's good. Don't get me wrong. Because if I was a big, I probably if I was a big dude and I was tall or whatever, and I was more broadly, and I had an opportunity, I probably would play in the NFL. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The first time I get a headache, <laughs> I'm going to play some drums. <laughs> he didn't say injury. He said a headache. <laughs> Yo. But listen, it's going to take that to your point about Kanye. That man right there got some persistence. Because for him to Yo. move like next door to him, <laughs> like, I don't know. 
if I, um, know, I could like he watch might, he might the love of my out. life. No, he got that Julia Fox going on now. <laughs> he like Kim. You I don't know if I could watch the love of my life like you know gallivant with somebody else, and they live in my neighborhood, and I gotta watch them come and go. But I only get to see the kids like that. He's he said in an interview and he made several comments about being adamant about getting his family back. He wanted his family back because it would show the world that, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but it was a big deal. It would be a big, big deal for him and Kim to get back together and him, Kim Ye to get back together. I did. He got his family back. It'd be a testament to the whole. And somebody commented on one of the posts that was being shared. I think it was like on the shade room or like one of them crazy gossip columns. Like yeah. we don't gossip on chip chat and chill, but like I'll I'll be at the at the cooler online and the social media uh -huh. like uh-huh what y'all talking about? So, somebody got so passionate like who do you think you are Kanye you ain't that big a deal it ain't that serious like you stop trying to start Kim and that. but I said because we know people that have struggled in their relationships and then like just giving up on each other. We we know some people, but I ended up chiming and I said, well, you know, I get what he's saying. He's not saying that they're a big deal. He's saying what kind of healing and forgiveness would come out of their experience would be a big deal to the world. Yes. And that would cause other. Yeah. He was saying that would cause it would save other marriages. That was what he said. I believe that. I believe it too. Cause it I mean, I mean, when it comes down to having mental illness or mental challenges, that's a that's a big, long life commitment of trying to not just understand yourself, but to heal every day. Right. Heal every day. Right. So before anyone else can forgive you, you have to forgive yourself right. for the stuff that you know and don't know and that you sure. could have done better or you could have worked through or I, I would never want to imagine that or want to wish that on anybody. That's exhausting. Yeah. That's exhausting for me to just think about being on the outside looking in. So that's number one. Forgiveness is a huge thing, especially if you can muster up enough forgiveness for yourself. Right. Number two, I know that that was weighing heavily on Kim. So that probably had a lot to do with the residual effect of the things that went on before she had really, really made the final decision to file for divorce. Cause that's a commitment. If you're going to be married to someone that struggles with that every single day, that that's a real commitment. If you're not strong enough to deal with different versions of somebody you love every single day, it's okay. It's your right to say I've had enough and I know my limits and I know what I can handle and can't handle, but right. it takes, a, it takes a strong person to have to yeah. deal with that. So, I mean, if they were able to forgive each other and grow through that, Mm -hmm. and be able to heal from that that would be a huge deal no, yes big, it would be it would be a big thing it would definitely be, be a big thing and everybody be like all the guys be coming with flowers Kanye this whole new you gonna get some people cussed out <laughs> I'm good stay with you <laughs> part two next week um, <laughs> <laughs> next episode, stay with you. <laughs> yeah, don't you go nowhere? Don't you go nowhere? I'm good. Those are Desmond's yes. pop culture grievances, everybody. Yes, no one does it like him. So, 
Yeah. That's his special specialty. Yeah. I, I just had to talk about uh, you know, Virgil, Antonio Brown, and uh Kanye. We are going to play a very quick game of lyrically correct. Okay. Brought to you today by Jules and Nikki. Shout out to Jules and Nikki. Jules and Nikki. They actually have a very good collection now. Not only do they have the hip hop edition, they have R and B. 90s and they also have an old school edition for all old heads so go and check them out this is www.lyricallycorrect.com nice 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 nice. shout out to the fam you gotta play this game it is so fun the game if you don't know already um these are the most popular music uh, musical selections from the 99s and the 2000s that you grew up listening to and enjoying. You hit with the one liner, you finish it pretty much. It's like that. So, you ready? Uh huh. All right. First question When did Genuine realize his whole life changed? When you came in. There you go. <laughs> I know you were the special one. <laughs> I'm so in love. I'm so in love. <laughs> that nigga was singing that rain. According to the locks, what is the key to life? Money, power, respect is Come what you want. Jodeci. Come on. Jodeci will give up their money, house, and cars for what? Mm-hmm. What's the next line? I know this song. When I'm in, 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 uh, um, um, I can't leave you. You missed the line. That's the song. We're gonna bring that one back. What that. did Joe want to know? <laughs> I wanna know. Like I like to know. Hey, I <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to. We need drops. I'm speaking drops in 2022 because that's gonna be one of my drops. I'm gonna know. <laughs> I'm like, I like, I like, and the next one gonna be like, I like to know. I wanna know. <laughs> I like to know. You're a mess. Khalees can teach you. How her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, but she'll have to do what? I'm gonna teach you, but I'm gonna have to charge. Wow. Yeah, sing it a little bit. Hey. What time did Tweet get home last night? I tell you what I did last night. I came home, say around a quarter to three. Sierra said you may look at her and think that she's what? You may look at me and think I'm young, but I'm not. Just a young girl, but I'm not. Yeah. Just a young girl. What was Three Six Mafia sipping on? Sipping on some scissor, 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 sipping on some scissor. I like this game. I'm nice. Hold on. I know my little <laughs> Last one. You better know this. Okay. R.I.P. DMX dated three girls with this name. It was Toya Letitia. 
Brenda, Felicia, Dawn, LaShawn, Inez, and Talisha. And Cookie, I met her at the ice cream okay, Paula. Yeah. About three. Kim's. There you go. Oh. Ding, 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 ding. You got, let me see. I got one room. It was let that. How many, how many points did you get? You got eight points. So let's run that one back. Jodeci. Jodeci will give you up their money, house, and cars for what? It's a blur when that next line come on. For my house and my cars. For their love. For one hit of you. For one hit of you. Got me we was running around Brooklyn around that time. Oh my gosh. We was kids. This is bye bye's. All right, that was fun. All righty. Um, I did real good. You did real, real good. Give yourself a I round of applause. It's so good. All right, people. So, I mean, it was just a really good kickback to have at the time up and just talk about the great stuff that we wanted to share and our hope for everybody is this you just you just be great okay so we have had a great kickback today yes we did we yes, talked we over did. some great wonderful things but we couldn't leave you where we just left off so we have to have you come back come back next week yes right here but before you do as we always say Stay well, love yourself, love yourself, stay positive, and then bring back some friends when you come over to chip chat and chill. Only time you need to be negative is when you go take the doctor's test. We like negative reports at the doctor's office. That's it. We like we love all negative reports at the at the hospital doctor's office. Outside of that, everything got to be positive. We love you.